When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buy me one. Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKW. I started social media and podcasting. The pack. The YKW Dude Podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school. Back in the day. Where it all started. Before them all. YKWD's podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the Bargana, man? Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. original. And where here we are. And Colin is out of his frame. And <laughs> who is that? Me. From when? Oh, like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. <laughs> um, I want to know whose creepy finger is around your neck. Whose thin little Irish fingers around your My neck? friend Lou, who died. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That helped. That, that <laughs> brings it right down. Uh, welcome, everybody. You know what, dude? Podcast. We are streaming. Uh, we have the studio. We're back in the studio. But for this very special episode, we have to do StreamYard because this man uh, has... Uh, low T cells and apparently gets COVID anywhere he goes, other than his house, the yeah. theater, and nine bakeries near his house. Yeah, uh, he can't. He he's not allowed to do podcasts anymore. Is that correct? That is correct. I although I did have to go to Boston Sports yesterday, and I felt like I may have gotten COVID from that place. They need to clean it up a little bit. You went I to Boston. Yeah, you did Boston. Who showed you, KC? KC, yeah. Good guy. Like yeah. him. Very funny. Yep. Um, so you wait a minute. You went to Barstool. Right. Hang on. Which is an open building. Everybody's everywhere. Not everybody's vaccinated. No. It's just a, a, everywhere. I mean, it's 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 all over the fucking place in there. How do you know not everyone's that they're all vaccinated there? And then I go, you go in the comedy cellar where you can't even walk in the building without being vaccinated. Everything's cleaned every day in the studio with just me and you. Yeah. I, we, I have to do this like this, like, like you're in prison and I'm doing a, a CNN report. But, but be, so it ha- fame is a motherfucker. Fame and power is a motherfucker. It's not fame, it's power. It's power. Why don't you call it reach? Whoa, 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 fuck you and your reach. I'm your friend. What about a hug? What about a hug? Let me, let me tell you something. I, you know I hate podcasts. I've done my disloyalty is maybe do this podcast like 15 times. I did Boston's Wars once. No, it's no, listen, you can't, we can't go back. <laughs> this is this is why you're like you have the blood of a Sicilian because you're you, as soon as an argument comes up, you're into it. You already have your fucking your whole plan ready to go. Listen to me. You, so you're not. <laughs> I like that you positioned yourself as like 
Hey, you guys get hot under the collar. Me, I just like to relax and live life like it. <laughs> but I'm saying is that let's get to the let's get no, to no, it. No. I want to fucking deal with this. Fine. I want to fucking deal with fame. I want to talk about fame. I want to talk about you call it reach. But well, in this case, it's not because they're famous. I don't yep. know Boston sport. It's because they have reach. So my my uh, publicist said, listen, I think you should just do this. Go in there. I go, I can't. I, you know me. I hate doing all podcasts. I yeah. told him yesterday that I always tell you how I hate doing podcasts. You know what I mean? And um, so then I was like, oh, screw it. But I didn't realize it was a, I didn't realize it was a hotbed of viruses in there. No, I, I made that up. I said that just to, th oh. to twist you. Just to win the argument? I, did, I lied to win the argument. But that's the good thing about me is I will admit my lies. That's good. That is good. I, Most people I, won't. I, I will admit it pretty almost awkwardly soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was pretty early, but it was good. It was, it was probably too early in the, the podcast itself. But, it, I mean, it really is. It's funny because, you know, did you tell your publicist you were doing this show? Yeah. What'd she say about this show? Nothing. She just said, oh, yeah, you and Bobby Kelly. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like a cousin? Oh, yeah, your cousin Mike. <laughs> oh, good guy. Anyways, going down and getting risk COVID with fucking Casey and the Sunshine Band. Maybe we should go over the list of things I've turned down. What does that mean? During this publicity run. Okay, let's go over that list. I can't. It's it's too, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then I'm pissing, then I'm pissing them off twice. Okay. When I turn them down, and then when I'm bragging about turning them all down. <laughs> I don't want to gold people. Right. Well, well, you had a fun time yesterday because that's a fun podcast. Yeah, it was fun. It, here's that podcast. You think, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable, or they're going to hit me with a stat. Hey, who who pitched for the Red Sox in 1978? To, and it's like, uh, but it was it's uh, KC. Uh, is that podcast is so fucking goes by so fast. Bill Byrne DePaulo would have known that, by the way, who pitched for the Red Sox in 80 in 78. Yeah. Rob Lowe, uh, <laughs> Rob Lowe's brother, uh, Mike Lowe, Rob Lowe later pitched for the Red Sox in the, uh, nineties, yeah. uh, yeah. in the, uh, 2000. I know exactly. I hate stats people. Yeah, I do. But you're, a mean, you're a stats guy. What? You're a stats guy. I am. You're a stats guy with other shit, not sports. What what other stats would they be? Movie, the, movie sayings. But those aren't stats. It's the same genre. It's the same thing. It's the same vein. What you mean? Remember, uh, you, hey, you hate, you're saying you hate people that retain information. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think I am. I think if you want to break. Listen, why don't you admit I solve all your problems? Like last week, last time I was on, I solved the fact it's not that you hate Bob Dylan, it's just you hate all the people that love Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> because I kinda I kinda hate them too. I don't like them. I don't I won't I, I will not I will I not give Bob Dylan a chance because of the people that fucking fawn over him. Make you him must be happy that Bob Dylan got a little jammed up. Apparently he might have been uh you know, a uh, a bit of a child molester back when he was young. You know, are you kidding me? Well, somebody brought it up from '65. That's a long time ago. But she said when she was like 15, he was a perv to her, and you know, you can kind of see he's got that voice. It's like you know, like a lot of 
I feel like a lot of chumos have that weird eyes. Yeah, but how old was he? That matters. If he well, was, I don't know how old she was, but she was young. She was young. I forget how young she was. She was, was young. Where you like, you were like, whoa. Even during the rock era, <laughs> even during like the sixties when the whole rules were different. Right. That was that was a big one. That was right. like some of them just stand out. Wow. Oh, 12. Yeah, twelve. Wow. Yeah. But how? Like, if he was, if he was thirteen, that's not really. No, I don't know how. Yeah, you know, if he's if he's an adult, that's terrible. Yeah, he's had to be in his twenties, right? Uh, he was twenty-three. Oh yeah, that's no good, dude. Yeah. I mean, look, um, kid, kids, kids explore each other. You know, I had sex with a fourteen-year-old when I was right. ten. You know what I mean? I mean, am I gonna fucking call? You know, whatever. That's just trying to figure out sex, especially. You ever talked to him since then? What's that? Have you ever talked to him since then? It wasn't a him. It was a her. Her name was Tawny. She was mulatto, and she was the love of my life. Tawny, and, I like that. And then I found out Dickie Sewell fucked her in front of the rectory. Oh. When my grandmother was working there that day in the bushes in front. Blasphemy. Uh, yeah, blasphemy. And uh, Dickie, good friend. Of, you know, dude, I want to let you know she's a whore. Why? Blast for him, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mush. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So I had to dump my love of my life because she banged my best friend, Dickie Sewell. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, listen. 23 and 12, that's just a holy shit. That's that's see the certain stories, even in the wild times when people were having sex at 15, 60, 60s was all bets. People went crazy. Just think about it. Here's the 50s, everybody's trying to control themselves. Yeah. They went, but the story that stands out still was Mackenzie Phillips fucking a father for like a year. John Phillips. I'm sorry. From fucking one day at a time? Yeah. And the father was from the mamas and the papas, which is like this happy band. Hey, you got. In fact, I think I've sent you a couple of. I think I've sent you a couple of mamas and papas songs. Got a feeling that I'm wasting time. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, people don't know this. That you uh, relentlessly, I would. I think is the word to use. Is send me songs. You text me songs at all hours of the day. I will get a song from you that infuriates me. No matter what your mood is, when you get that song, I am doubly. I'm either I get mad or I get madder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. years, for years now, I think you've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Through the pandemic, at least. Yes, definitely yeah. through the pandemic. Yeah. 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 And mamas and the papas, I didn't know he fucking. Be and that's that's just, is. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, she talked about it. It's lucky it happened in like the night. Even when she brought it out, everybody's like, "Whoa." But if it had been today, it would have been like, you know, psychotic. Right. What happened? Is he still alive or he's got to be dead? No, I think he's dead. He's dead. He's so, wow. And Dylan, what's Dylan going to do? Write a song about it? She was only 12. I was 23, but it didn't matter that much to me. Hey, what about it? <laughs> Terrible. The, um, yeah. <laughs> I, was the, pretty, uh, I mean, that was pretty goddamn good. That was funny. But I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, but he always seems kind of strange. You know, when you go to the cellar, as you know, yeah. When when I first started going there in the eighties, yeah. some of Manny's regulars, and it's still a couple, by the way. Um, one yelled at me and Modi the other day. I'll tell you about that. And then, but some of these old regulars would come in, and they'd be like, "Yeah, Bob Dylan was a scumbag. He was a prick." And uh, 
and they would just tell you these stories how he used to like just be a dick to everybody and hit the women, hit his girlfriends. And then um and Manny goes, Yes, they wanted Bob Dylan to work here, and I didn't I didn't like his music. And everyone's like, What Manny? I remember being at the table, I was like, What? Yeah. He goes, and you know what? I still don't like it. So I didn't care. Yeah, it's Manny's the only guy that didn't book Bob Bob Dylan. Yeah, he, he's got taste. You know? He's got taste. <laughs> Let me just hang on. Hang on. Um, I like that. Yeah, I try to do kung fu and sneeze. Use my chi. I like it to come out. Yeah, he was. Um, I, I, his his songs were poems. I mean, if you there was one song I heard the other day. I forget what movie it was. And it was just like you know, I went down the street and had an uh, had an ice cream and saw a boy and he smiled at me and I said the sun comes down on Wednesday. It's like who gives a shit? Well, I don't know if I get that far, but I mean, I would say that uh, there's some ludicrous interpretation. One of the most insane tone deaf things was that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer, Dangerous Minds, where she's an ex marine. She's a marine. Right, I get it. She loves Bob Dylan already. A Marine that loves Bob Dylan is already a little strange. <laughs> and she goes into the hood, whole class is black, yeah. and she breaks through to them with Bob Dylan lyrics. <laughs> they might say maybe it was set in 1963. No, it was set when they have like a thousand hip hop artists that they connect with. And she's in there like, I'll break through, forget about Bob Dylan. And somehow she broke through. That was that was the most infuriating movie I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, didn't she have to fight one of them too or something like that? Yes, she did. She had to fight, yeah. <laughs> she had marine skills. And if, you know what I mean? And like she's not exactly like a big stur sturdy character, you know? Yeah. If she'd reached in a bag and just took a gun out, I would have said, all right, good. Right. She's a marine, she'll shoot you. But she was like, put a wrist lock on, like, you know, company's like six, seven, 240 guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, that movie was fucking ridiculous. There was a lot of, there was a bunch of movies in that time where it was a teacher making a difference. Yeah, there was. The only one that really made sense was, um, who was it? Uh, who was a black dude who just beat the shit out of the kids with a bat? Oh, well, that was the only one that was a true story. Uh, Lou Gossett. I Lou, mean, um, not. not Morgan Freeman in uh, Freeman, yeah, in um, you know, lean on me, lean on me. That one made sense. Yes, that was that. a true story in Patterson. Well, Lou Gossett. The reason I said Lou Gossett is not because I'm a racist and they all look alike. I say, look, it's because he was with John Belushi in The Principal. He was the janitor. You call me a racist? They have a movie about an inner city school and they make him play the janitor. <laughs> Lou Gossett, who won an Academy Award, and Jim Belushi's the principal. What did he win an Academy Award for? Uh, Officer and Gentleman. He won an Academy Award for that? I was I was hoping you'd just move along because I could be wrong. I was hoping. You know how you can lie the first time? And you go, what did he win an Academy Award for? Officer and Gentleman. And you go, he won an Academy Award for that, and now I'm under scrutiny. <laughs> Now my lie can't be mistaken for like, oh, I didn't hear you correct. I said he was nominated. Now it's an out-and-out out lie. But I'm standing here right now. I'm going, yes. Mush, 
I'm looking it up right now. Sorry. Sorry. Mush needs around 10. I believe it was 1982, Mush. Since I'm the master of statistics, as Bob pointed out. Well, you're not a master of st- statistics, but you are, you know, I mean, let's be honest. The last four specials were about historical events. Yeah, you're right. About uh, things that most people don't know. Uh, yeah, you were correct, Colin. It was an officer and a gentleman. Okay. Woo! Woo! Mush, do me a favor. Go use some Afrin. Um, <laughs> nobody likes a stuffed nose, Mush. Yeah, nobody wants a stuffed nose on a microphone on a hot uh, mic. Uh, Colin, oh, you were correct. Yeah, with, uh, um, anyways, yeah, you, you, uh, listen, you, you have a new thing out right now. Yeah, it's coming out. I don't know. Okay. I don't understand what it is. You've never really told me about it. We've well, never we really discuss, talked about it. Yeah. Well, we discuss all the specials a lot. Like you're obsessed with my real love of my life. My special I want to do about uh, assholes and yes. bullying. Right. The whole thing about what's bullying, you know, that whole category. I still haven't done that one. I've done it, but I've never filmed it. I, I tell you, that's the one I think that would be is fucking almost needed. Yeah, it is. I think but, um, because, yeah, yeah I, I, I had to think today where fucking uh, it bothers me too. Can I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Like, I know what a bully is. I've been bullied. Sure. Now, if you talk stern to somebody, you're a bully. Like, I've always thought a bully was somebody who grabbed you by your neck and told you to do something you had to do it or made fun of you and, and asked him to stop. And he said, fuck you and kept doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, but I guess there's certain types of bullies. There's all kinds yeah. of bullies. There's all kinds of bullies. Like if you, I was doing this thing about uh, what civilization is. Civilization it used to be, you know, strongest survive and they kill you. Civilization means somebody who's five inches shorter than you and doesn't have a muscle on his body can yell at you and you have to take it because he's your supervisor at work. <laughs> so that, that can be a bully too. It all depends. There's different types of bullies. You know what I mean? That made me angry. Just that scenario, that fake scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. And so that's I, basically what that shows about. That shows about the different ways of bullying. Right. I mean, what's that? Cyber bullying, cyber bullying, uh, Intellectual bullying, physical bullying, you know, woke, woke bullying, woke bullying, all of it. But that's my. This show has some of that laid in it, but it's really about. This is more about like um, what's what social media has made us into personality wise. Really, that's sort of what this is. I think it's it to me it, as a recovering uh, alcoholic trying to keep his shit together every day having this social media in my life is makes it 10 times as hard as it used to be because you you know you want to be grateful you don't want to be envious you don't want to be you know uh frustrated you don't want to have all these fucked up feelings as soon as you go on social media oh look at that and then how did she get that oh he's got a special oh he's look at that photo with his sold out crap I was just there. I didn't. Why don't they work? It's it's just you spiral out of control. And then 
and never mind the shit that's going on, you know, with people trying to shut people up and everybody, this one is wants to be a woman. This one's a horse. You got to call me this and right. you can't say that and all this stuff. It's, it's so depressing, man. It's so yeah. sad. I told my wife yeah. yesterday, I'll go, if you see me with my phone for more than 10 minutes, looking at it, take it away from me. Yeah. Well, I, um, one of the jokes on my show is about how 15 years ago, if you wanted to go on the internet, you had to go to a cafe, drive to a cafe and buy a cup of coffee and a muffin to be on the internet. And if you yeah. were there for more than 20 minutes, people would start looking at you like, what kind of a pervert? What <laughs> business do you have being on the internet more than 20 minutes? Yeah, you're a terrorist or you're a pedophile. You know, what's that? You're a terrorist or you're a pedophile if you were on Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you so start with behind him, like we're trying to get a glance of his screen. Yeah, yeah, because it's unnatural that we should be on the internet for this many hours a day. I look at my thing, it goes, how long? It's like seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> my neck started hurting, Quinn, because I'm doing this, and then all yeah. of a sudden I, I, I went like this. I was like, oh, my God, I just had my head down like a hooker for fucking an hour. Just yeah. looking at Facebook videos, little tiny videos of other people's lives or boat crashes or waves yeah. or yeah. a monkey uh, or yeah. how to make a steak. It just goes yeah. on and on and on. And you can't pull out of it. You can't. It's fascinating, you know. But it's but it's terrible. It's 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 terrible. It's fucking really bad. Yeah, but I like you said, the bad part is not those videos. Those are the good part, I think. <laughs> you know, you're watching other lives. You're watching. You're in Venice, Italy. You're in. You know what I mean. You're in. Uh, you know, Central I, South American jungle. But it's the I other stuff. So. I don't think. I don't think that that's good either. Because here's the deal: when you want to go to Venice, Italy, you'd find a way to go to Venice, Italy, and enjoy it. Now you don't have to go. You can just eat corn chips and salsa on your couch and watch other people that went. No, I agree. I mean, I just think it's I'm the guy that just flipped his opinion. I agree. <laughs> I mean, why you want to watch it instead of experience it? It makes no sense. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, no, because we most people like a lot of kids, we've lived both lives. We've right. lived, we're very, uh, uh, and we're gone. We're our, our whole generation of this is going where we've lived both. We've had no internet, no, no technology. Right. We rode bikes. We played at parks yes. and we did illegal shit and tried not to get arrested. Right. And now video games, internet, iPhones, social media. We've yeah. had both. We've lived in both of those. Yeah. Areas. And I don't know. It seems to, I, I'm, I'm, I miss, um, I feel like this is sucks. The other day I was in my backyard and I'm sitting there and the leaves are coming down. The it's, it's, it's warm out, but just a little chill. I had a fire going that was blazing in my solo stove. The kids had just, uh, made pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns sitting there with flames in them. Dom was cooking dinner. You know, I could smell it. And and I was looking around and I I was like, this is so beautiful. And I took a video of it and put it on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, why 
did I have to share that? Right. Right. What is that? Right. What is that? Yeah. Like, why, why can't I own that and have it and let it go in my brain? Like, why do I have to share that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like sharing it. Well, it's the same as when people tell you a story. It makes it last in a different way. You know what I mean? It's just human instinct to be like, hey, this is beautiful. I'm going to show people, you know, and they'll be like, that's beautiful. What a night. And then, of course, most people, fuck you. I hope those leaves catch on fire and burn you down. I hope you put your hand in the stove, you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everybody's got to weigh in on everything. <laughs> that's that's the fucked up part about all this is that you put you have the desire. Everybody has a desire to be, you know, iPhone has put a uh, a literal uh, insane photo video camera in your hand and they've given you these apps that made it idiot proof to make f- little short films of right. your life. And and then we all think that we're fucking uh, Soderbergh or Ansel Adams and we have to put that out there to get I've seen people go, hey, thanks, guys. for, And there's like two likes. Like I, I saw people talking on videos and they're like, you know, you guys, you know, and they're talking to these people and there's three people in their video chat and they're talking to them like there's thousands. Yeah. And it's, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't fucking get it. I don't know what the, and it's not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm fucking out of it. I'm in it. Like the other day, I, what is that thing that makes me have to fucking like, what did uh, Keith call it? Clout chasing. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's really an insane. It's a crazy, crazy thing. And, um, what was it before the internet? What did we do before? Um, we just, everyone lived separately. You know what I mean? No. Everyone lived, everyone lived separately. You had no idea. People would come back from vacation and tell you, you know, I was in Utah. So, you know, these Mormons. Yeah. I've seen pictures in a magazine. Well, they have this thing, this underwear thing. You'd be like, get out of here. And then they tell you that story. And then it would kind of be in the back of your mind for a few years. And that would be the end of it. Yeah. And you'd use that as fucking conversation pieces. And people wouldn't even people. If somebody went somewhere, they wouldn't even tell you over the phone. I remember my sister went to school in Binghamton, New York. And we talked on the phone. What's it like? She's like, I'll tell you when I get back. <laughs> and then they tell because they have to tell you the story. These people, they live in the country and they do this. And you're like, wow, you know what I mean? Because they go to these truck things. They have. I remember somebody telling me about cow tipping. And I was like, what? And they go, they tip over cows. Now I could probably look, I could probably see a thousand cows get tipped over in the next five minutes, you know? Yeah, you probably get to see a thousand cows. You can see a cow get slaughtered now. Yeah, <laughs> Well, I watch, my first thing that I loved about YouTube was rat videos. All the rats, I just love them. You know what I mean? Why? I don't know. But I used to love. But I used to love to look at rats, like around the corner from the cellar by that McDonald's that's closed yeah. down. Yeah. Between the McDonald's and the park, I would go with all the. I would take any comedian. Joe Yannetti probably went with me. I take them and go. Let's go look at the rats. And they're like, what? And you'd go to this because they love little tunnels. Like they love, you know, those. They live under the brush there. Yeah, and they love the narrow. They love to go through narrow passageways. And we'd go between McDonald's and they love McDonald's. So between McDonald's and that little park, 
you'd see hundreds of them just running back. It was the most horrifying, but you couldn't stop watching. I was standing for like an hour at like two in the morning watching these rats go back and forth. And uh, and now you're watching one video and it's not the same thing, you know. It's uh but it's all like here's a weird thing is last night we're at the dinner table and uh we're talking about I got my lease is up and we're talking about a, you know getting a new car. Within seconds I had f- fucking every Ford what their thing and it was like it's done. Like I know exactly the car I'm getting. I know exactly how much I want to pay for it and it's done. Where before going through I remember going to a car dealership with such anxiety because I know that I was about to be raped. Yep. I was going to come home with the, a car I didn't even want. And they were going to get me because I'm a weak person inside and I don't know how to fucking like I'm a bit I'm a tough guy when you make me angry. Right. Uh, when you're being nice to me and you're manipulating me, I kind of fucking turns me on. Right. Right. Yeah, there's something about that. And they probably know those guys probably know the different types that we are. Yeah. Oh, this guy wants me to go. I'm an asshole. Oh, this guy wants me to go. They're assholes. Oh, this guy wants me to go. Hey, you're cool. Oh, this guy wants me to get. Hey, you're buying this. They probably can figure it all out after a while, you know, like any job. But they must hate. They, those guys hate it. You know what I mean? They hate the fact that everybody comes in. Hey, I know what I'm talking about now. They've had to readjust their whole lives. And you don't even have to buy it for them. And doctors hate it. I know that because every doctor, when people walk in, they're like, you know, I get this pain. I looked it up. Mayo Clinic says it's this. Or it could be this. And they're just sitting there fuming like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Mayo Clinic. Dude, I was in with my doctor and he went on Google. I go, <laughs> what do you, I swear to God, he went on Google. I told him about my foot. He wrote foot pain ligament. And, it, and he just started reading Google. I'm like, I could do that. Yes. Give yeah. me your jacket. At least, at least you have the decency to lie to me and go, hold on, I'm getting a text from my wife. <laughs> I was looking on foot. You know who else hates it? Is the mafia. Oh, yeah. They can't do nothing. Because uh, every one of them is on fucking uh, uh, on the internet telling stories. Yeah. They all of how it was. They all have podcasts. They all have podcasts. Mob, mob guys have podcasts. Yeah. It's amazing to me that everybody except one person has a podcast. Who? You. So true. You've you've I don't know how you've done it, but you've done it. You've done yeah. it. Yeah. And people still comment on the Robert Kelly and sometimes Colin Quinn. I just yeah. had an email the other day. They someone listened to all uh I think it was eleven hours of us. Right. Um doing it, but yeah, you've you've uh, you've kept away from it. Good yeah. for you. God bless you. Just not into it. No, you know, like, I don't like radio. I was off at radio shows back in the day. I just don't like it. Yeah, honestly, I don't even like. Even when I did uh, weekend update, I didn't like doing it. You didn't like weekend? Up- You're so good at weekend update. That's not. That wasn't the consensus, but thank you. But um, I don't like that kind of stuff. What do you mean? What was the consensus that you? Oh. You, early internet days. Here's what was funny. The internet just started. It was um, what it was like chat rooms, but it was like before, like early chat rooms. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember. Uh, Instant Messenger had chat rooms. Yes. Yeah, you're going yes. romance, yeah. uh, eighteen plus. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. And one of them was, 
that fat face sucks at weekend update. And then it was the it was the first like I, I got it early on. I remember telling Patrice and Nick and those guys on Tough Crowd, like, you guys are soft, because I had already experienced just the abuse of the internet by 98, 99. That's crazy. He's fat, he stinks, all the you know, and then by the time Tough Crowd, they're like, people hate us. I was like, toughen up because I was so used to it from that. But it was uh, oh yeah, they killed me. They killed me. Really? And did that, did it show it to you in those days, because it was like unique and then of course the people in charge start reading that stuff you oh. know what i mean that and was the do. early days and they take it seriously they still fucking read it and take it seriously they still take it seriously they still take it seriously i went into an audition i forget for i think it was for ufc something yeah uh for a show on uh spike yeah and i walked in and everyone's on their phones i was like i go what the hey guys i'm here can you get off your phone they're like oh we're just looking at you on the internet they were looking at all my social media. Oh my God, it's horrible. That's wow. horrible. It's it's the way it is. And you can't even go, get off your phone because they're UFC guys. You can't go, hey, get off that phone and fucking pay attention to me. Because they'll be like, oh, you want me to pay attention? And the rest of them film this guy putting you in a goddamn rear naked chokehold. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's the way it is now, dude. Yeah, it is. It's I mean, e look, at it's, it's funny too because they had the... We were talking about this yesterday. Uh, they had the Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And then they had the walkout. Right. And then they had Chappelle's um, answer to right. them. And then they went back and found stuff on the trans woman that put the walkout together. Right. A bunch of racist tweets towards Asians. It was like, you know, just her smashing a, I just smashed my, my phone over this Asian bitch's head. You know, I mean, just her being homophobic and racist. Right, right. In all her tweets. So you, I don't think there's anybody alive who isn't caught out there somewhere. That's right. That's right. Because we're all, we're all fucked up. Yeah. 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 It's really insane. It's insane that this is what, this is what it comes to though. You want to, you know what I mean? Everything's on record forever. It's the craziest society. I mean, yeah, we, I mean, it's on. It's out there forever. You, the, right. I think there's going to be a, there's companies that you can pay, like thousands to just go wipe you clean. There are, but they, really? they're They do that all the time, but they can't wipe you clean. Why? Because there's always somebody in some small town that recorded it somewhere. You know what I mean? There's some. There's some piece of shit in in fucking uh syracuse yeah with everything ever said on opie and anthony by all of us uh, categorized in oh, by our name i don't even bother with that stuff because i'm like it's all there you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. matter tough crowd was crazy but it's so funny because uh oh yeah but it's funny because the um oh when i was shooting that stuff last week i was shooting that thing last week i was like this is such an old-fashioned thing to be doing. You know what I mean? Can you, you explain what you were doing? Yeah. So Tell shooting. Uh, so over the pandemic, I started writing these monologues. You know, I'm always. You know better than anybody because you've read my my stuff over the years, and I'm always like, "Hey, I think this is getting made." And I'm always like, "Oh," and you know what I mean? I was like, "Yeah, this is it." And then yeah, it falls apart. But uh, and. It's funny because I've never cracked up from it. It's never, it's never made me insane. 
but a little piece just hardens in you every time. So eventually you end up with that bitter laugh that like, you know, your one twice divorced aunt had where they're like, ha, 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 ha. When they go, I think I'm in love. (laughs) Their daughter's like 19. Why are you laughing at me? (laughs) That's how you get. But, um, so anyway, so I, I started writing these monologues and I was like, you know, I'm obsessed with people in a certain way. So I wrote like 30 of them. So then this guy, Vinny Piazza, the actor from Boardwalk Empire, Lucky Luciano, he reads and he goes, we should do these, you know? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which everybody says, you know, he goes, listen, I'll get the crew. I was like, sure, sure. He puts together this crew of people. He puts together all the locations. He turns into a producer, starts putting down all, all this pre-production stuff, puts it all together. So, so me and him put up the money, you know, it wasn't that much money and got, he got the DP. He got all the, the lighting, the sound, all people he knows all doing it for almost nothing. That's what I was talking about this last week. Remember talking about how, how enthusiastic everybody in show business, everybody in show business, except two people have a shit attitude. Comedians and musicians. Yes. Musicians pretend they don't have a shit attitude. At least we admit we have a shitty attitude. Yeah, we're just shitty. Yes. Actors are the friendliest and screen screenwriters have a shit attitude too. Mm -hmm. Writers have a shitty attitude. Yeah, right. Well, because writers think they're better than everybody. Yeah. Writers, comedians, and and, uh, musicians. Right. But actors, these people and these camera people, all the light, all the, uh, you know, production people. They're all just like, we love this. We love this. So Vinny and Catherine Arducci, who's yeah. greatest. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, her stories alone could be like five movies. Just her childhood alone. She's telling stories when she was seven. I was crying with laughter. They were so great. And who is that? Oh, she was uh, on the, She was in the Bronx Tale. She was uh, the wife in the Bronx Tale. And? And she was... um. Audie Bucco's wife uh, uh, on Sopranos, um, Charmaine. My favorite. Yes, I showed her your text. She was the pretty. What did she say? Oh. Oh, really? She, I mean, she was the prettiest on out of all the Sopranos. Why? There was uh, beautiful Richie's wife, right? Was it Richie? No. Um, what was the, the Christopher? Was, Christopher's wife was, of course, beautiful. Yeah. I liked her better than Christopher's wife, Adriana. Yeah, she was. She was. She yeah. was and then, and then, uh, who was the first boss that died from cancer? I can't remember his name. His wife was hot too. Remember uh, something, Junior? Uh, Jackie Aprio. Jackie's wife. Jackie Aprio's wife. She uh, was hot. When was she on? She was on the whole thing. She was coming out. They went to Paris together. Oh yeah, she was hot. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah. But number one was her. Yeah, great. The, the wife had a great voice. Yes. Yeah, calm. Calm. Right? Calm. calm. Raspy voice. Yeah, ra- calm. Why are you going to bring this up in Paris? Yeah. It's depressing. It's yeah. morbid. Yeah, yeah. She, she had a great rack. By the way, I was re-watching it right before the Many Saints of Newark, yeah. and I was like, why did they go to Paris? There was no reason for it. None. Whoa! Wow. And then afterwards, they come back from Paris and they go, "How was Paris?" 
It was amazing. And it's like, why? Why was that true? I don't, I don't begrudge them, but I'm just saying it had nothing to do with the show whatsoever. No, she had to go to Paris. Why? Because she had to get out of there and go do what she's always wanted to do that Tony said we do and we never do. He uh, always lies to me. He always says this. He always says that. Fuck you. I'm going to Paris. We're buying bags well, and you ain't coming. Well, guess what? What? Here's, here's why I should be in charge of a show like that. Obviously, I'm not his level, but here's where I'm better because I would have had to get to Paris and do what she really would have done. Called Furio and said, I'm in Paris. Fly over and let's do this. Oh, yeah, dude. Wow. Right? Yes. I didn't even fucking think of that. I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even have thought of that. I would have said, get your ass on one of those planes. Yeah. Get over here and eat this fucking Newark fucking yes. pussy. Yes. Hey. You know, he would have been there in fucking an hour and a half. Yeah. You would, have took a, you would have gotten a gondola and fucking been there. Yes. Oh, my God. Why didn't she? That's the one thing. Uncomfortable. She always had uncomfortable fuck. I mean, everybody except for Furio. Yes. Yeah, the priest. Guys, stop. I'd rather see the priest fuck around with AJ than fuck around with Camilla. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, the, the yes. construction worker is like, come on, leave the guy alone. <laughs> His wife just died. Camella, you lonely broad. Leave him alone. Yes. Yes. That <laughs> but Furio made all the <laughs> He's in Paris. It's two hours. Oh, my that's, God. That's what they should have done. By the yeah. way, yeah. nothing's better in the history, speaking of construction, yeah. than when, what's his name? Her boyfriend, the girl, daughter's boyfriend, comes out of the porta potty and. <laughs> and Vito? Vito, he's two inches. Hey. Two inches from his face. Hey, you, you like the Yankee? No, the Mets? <laughs> You're going to the fucking game. <laughs> Woo! One of the best moments in the history of anything on TV ever. <laughs> I mean, you and that kid was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect casting that kid and Vito. Vito's right in his face. He opens the door. Ah. Hey, Finn. See, hey. you like a racehorse in there. He comments <laughs> on his piss stream. How uncomfortable was that? He was listening to how big his hog was. Ah, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> greatest. Yeah, and that was. Uh, the saddest was when he got killed. And then. <laughs> What's his name? Phil goes, yeah. believe me. They go, we loved him. He goes, I loved him too. He was like a brother-in-law to me. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> what is it? Let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you one of three things. Oh, one yeah. I remember, that. I remember that damn expression so much. couple one of three th things. A couple of three things was my favorite. That's it. A couple of three things. Right. Um, I mean, that show was one of the funniest shows ever. Yeah, oh, there yeah. we go. There he is. God damn it. And people shit on the acting. I like that they weren't great. At, they, they, they came across genuine. You know, it's funny you're saying that because I'm, here's the thing. Like, Paulie Willard, like these guys, there's a, there's a life inside them that yeah. just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't know enough to not just to kind of be who they are. Yeah. And that's interesting to me. 
And who shits on the acting? I thought the acting was good. Now, some of the acting, Richie Richie Jr. was stupid. Tom. Yeah, uh, there was a couple. I love that kid, though. He was just such a cocky little asshole. uh, Who's banging out out Tony's daughter? Um, Let me ask you a question. So you had this lady. What's her name again? Catherine Narducci. Catherine Narducci. Bring her up. I mean, she is gorgeous. Um, But so what are you doing? You wrote these monologues. How many monologues? We we shot them in different locations in the Bronx. No, just two of them. Okay. Just two. But in different locations, it took three days. Different locations in the Bronx. So getting the location. So she's helping us with all. She knows everybody. She's like talking to this one, getting us everything. We got a church. We got everything for like, just great for nothing, you know. And, you know, we just work. We get up, you know, get 5.30, 6 in the morning, every morning. Just shoot it. Like you said, it's it's a different energy than comedy. But it's nice to do it, you know. So then we shot these monologues. And now we're going to edit them. And then bring them to certain places, see if they're interested in doing nothing. But the beauty of today is if everybody turns it down, put it on YouTube. Because it's good stuff. It's interesting stuff, you know. Hang on. I'm so sorry. God. I Hang on. I like the opening song to um to uh, StreamYard. What, is, what do you mean? They have a great song when you're waiting. What is it? I you'll have to play it. It's been almost an hour. I forgot all about, it, but I was like, this is a real catchy tune. Uh, Rich keeps calling me. Rich Foss is calling me. Let me ask you something. Oh, put him on. Hello. Hello, Rich. <laughs> Rich. 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 Are you there, Rich? Hello. What's wrong? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I'm I'm doing YKWD live with Colin Quinn right now. Whoa, man. How did you get Colin? <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. Believe it or not, he's a hard get. He only he doesn't do podcasts unless you have uh what was the word you used? Uh re- Well, there you, there you go. Bobby's got a hot podcast. You're a hot commodity. Uh, did Tim Gage drive you to the podcast so you can get both of them? He's he's in his house. He wouldn't he wouldn't come out of. He doesn't do podcasts in oh. studio. He's he's not allowed to go to a place because he got COVID twice. Unless so he, you have reach, he did he did oh. bar stool yesterday. Went okay. To- let's not be passive aggressive about it. Drop it. So he's calling you from Staten Island, his home in Staten Island. He doesn't live in Staten Island. It's Colin Quinn. I know, but he's so so, so far south of Manhattan, he might as well be in Staten <laughs> Island. You fucking joke block, you stink. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> let, you know, me, let me guess. You're home and you're lonely because it's raining, so you can't play golf. <laughs> no, no. Let, let, let me tell you something. Ben Franklin wannabe. I'm in Las Vegas right now, and I could have played golf, but I canceled today because I have other important things to do. Like what? <laughs> like what? I'm going to walk to Target and get my... Huh? Blackjack? No, I'm going to walk to Target, get my supplies, <sighs> uh, food, food for the week. What's that? Nothing. Did you say you said sex toys? Yeah. Hot 
Hey, Sam, did, did you say sex toy, Sam? <laughs> oh, my God. This is, you know what? I'm going to let you guys go back to your boring, mu- mundane podcast, all right? And it was not somebody's boring. Been pe- somebody's been peeking into the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> now, does Bonnie have you on a new word a week regiment? <laughs> Look, I'm about to become very popular, so you need to get your shit together. Mundane. Oh, Boss okay. Tuesday. No, mundane. <laughs> you know what? This is You're stupid. This is this is how <laughs> we're having a very nice conversation yeah. talking about all kinds of acting and things and then you come on and now yeah. Colin's in a fucking we're all in fight mean moods yeah and you're, okay. sitting there, you're sitting there kissing Brad Garrett's ass for a week for a week of a mini headliner we do Voss. 28 yeah and, and Bobby's kissing Brad Lowry's hair but this is how jealous I am who uh, when Bob, I don't. Bobby was. Bobby was, Bob, ahead, Bobby was. This is how how low self esteem and jealous I am. When Bobby was imitating Bonnie, going, "I'm going to be very famous, so I have things going on." I for a second thought he was talking about himself. I'm going, "What the fuck did Bobby have going on?" Right? And I crossed my mind. Then I realized he was talking about Bonnie, and I, it all came together. You see what I'm saying? Hey, listen. You know, I'm just what? talking. They're not all. What? They're not all killers. How long are you in Vegas for? I hung up on. How long him. are you in Vegas for? I hung up on him. Oh, good. Yeah, that was a call for. That was uncalled for. <sighs> no, um, yeah, but that was great. I'm glad we got voice as he walks to Target in the sun in the desert sun. 120 out. He's walking to get nuts, uh, veggie burgers, and some coffee. Supplies. He's getting supplies. I, 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 it's like the only place you could actually still get room service. You is the only place that has 19 restaurants in any hotel you're in, and yeah. he's gonna go stock up his hotel room. You know what? I'm not gonna trash coffee. him because I do the same thing everywhere I go. What do you mean you do the same thing? I go to CVS or Target. And I stock up on supplies. What 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 supplies? Can we go over this? People think. Okay, ready? Yeah. I buy a mini, like a a mini uh, bag of uh, you know, like some some kind of like little candles and stuff like that for the room. Some of these rooms smell. People have been in there for too long. Okay. And I'll buy a couple of bags of of nuts, even though. So I delude myself. I'm not going to eat like a beast, even though I end up eating like a beast. Maybe a couple of a six pack of Diet Coke, but a bunch of bottles of Fiji water or small water, because you know the hotel water is a little, and they start charging you like twenty dollars, and you know you get dehydrated in those rooms. And then um, whatever else I need, you know, sometimes I get some, you know, maybe a six pack of Kind bars, maybe some tea bags. Um, you know, sometimes you want your own soap. If if the hotel, if it's a shitty hotel, they have shitty soap. I'll buy a different bar of soap or something. What do you do with the soap when you leave? Leave it. What do you do with the extra waters? Leave them. So everything else you just leave in the hotel room, whatever you don't use, except for the yeah, because packet is too much of a pain in the ass. What if it explodes all of your clothes? So except for the nuts. 
Yeah, because if you take liquids on a plane, I don't even know if that's still a rule, but I don't even want to find out. You know, it's enough of a hassle. I still resent having to take my laptop out. Every time they go, laptop out, I'm fuming every time. You don't have to do that anymore if you if you get clear or TSA. Yeah, yeah. You should be TSA. You know you should be TSA. I know. I know. It takes two seconds. Yeah, I had you, it. I don't know what happened. You, If you had it, you still have it. It didn't look like that on my last flight, but it's a little, who knows? I was I, in a weird location. Sometimes I, you get those local locations. They don't abide by the rules of uh, the FAA. That's not, that's a, that's not even a real thing. That's not true. Well, it sounds like it could be though. It doesn't sound, <laughs> I can't, I can't take you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that your snack pack or I, I would call it a snack pack. That right. is not supplies. Rich Voss goes and gets Veggie burgers, buns, <laughs> condiments. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. He gets. He eats his meals in the room. Like a college kid. Like he has like a hot plate. <laughs> no, he has a kettle. He brings his own kettle. He brings his own George Foreman mini grill. No. I'm not. Listen to me. Like, no. Listen to me. No. Listen to me. I was at the Rio. We all went for a vacation together. Me, Voss, Keith, Verzi. Let's all go. We'll be in Vegas for a few days together. We'll have fun. We'll go to dinner. We'll go have a lot of good time, do shows. I go to his room. He asked me if he wanted a veggie burger. And I went, how? And he had a George Foreman mini grill in his, and he was cooking burgers. Oh, it's the greatest. Yeah. So. That is supplies. What you got was snacks. You got snacks. He got supplies. But, I mean, how could you not love a guy that brings <laughs> a George Foreman grill, on not just on the road doing a gig, but when you guys are going to have like a part-time, you're going to go out to eat every meal, bust balls, and he still brings a George Foreman. Who's just like, fuck it. I don't know what time those guys are getting up. I do things my way. Yes. <laughs> Voss, but Voss takes stuff from places though. Like, if he goes somewhere, he'll he'll. We went to, okay. Here's what really fucked me up you, with Voss. This is what made me. I don't know what the word is. Repel him, or or he disgusts me, or right. like it just made me like right. Ugh. We're at the buffet, right? At the Rio, and he went and got a bunch of food. And then he got a sandwich and he rolled it in a napkin and stuck it in his pocket. Yeah, that's that's infuriating. I went, I go, is there something wrong with the power grid? Like, is this something that you know that I don't know? Is there an attack about to happen? He goes, no, why? I go, because you just put a sandwich in your pocket like a fucking homeless person. That's terrible. I go, we're going to dinner tonight on the club. Liz Gnome was let, going up, having steak dinner on them. A he nice place. Yeah. He goes, it's for golfing tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> so he takes a sandwich out. We're golfing. He takes the sandwich out the next day, starts eating it. I mean, two things about that. One <laughs> is who golfs with a guy that takes a sandwich out in the middle of the golf game and starts eating it? I don't know. And here it is a day later. 
the sandwich is already like dried out. Yeah. And this idiot's bringing it a day later. It's wrapped in a napkin. It's not even in tin foil. Yeah, not tin foil, no. Not even saran wrap. No. Jesus Christ. No. Here, here, this, this is what Voss has done, though. It's like Norton with sex. He's pushed the limits so past what you that it's you're you're fine with it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother you. Nothing bothers you. He could say anything. Hey, it's just Norton. Voss, same shit. I worry. <laughs> if there's going to be a character in one of Bonnie's movies that is going to force Voss to stare at himself on screen and then hang himself. <laughs> if she has a character that has a George Foreman grill on the road and takes sandwiches and wraps them up, it's not going to be pretty. Just a lonely... Like, we should make a movie. That's what we and you should write. Yeah. We'll write The Wrestler for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Starring Voss. Yeah. We let him act in it too. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, he, he yeah, he has no, get some, a thinly veiled imitation of us. Yes, okay. him, so he can't sue oh. us. All right, cool. Who would play John Totoro? Uh, I'm saying John, John Totoro only. We and so he can't sue us. Instead of golf, we make it. He goes to batting cages every day. Yeah, how about how about John Stewart would be better yeah. <laughs> physically, right? John Stewart, <laughs> right? Yeah. How about Jonah Hill? <laughs> uh, we get Jessica Kirshen to play uh, Voss. <laughs> huh? Oh, it's great. Dude. Oh, my God. He is fucking one of a kind. All right. Before you interrupt it, we're going to, I want to go into, we're going to, uh, we go into, we're almost done here with the YKWD YouTube version. We go into the Patreon version for a couple minutes. Uh, if you want to watch the extra footage, you just go to patreon.com slash Robert Kelly, become a member, all the patreon.com people right now. Uh, my Patreon people, the ladybugs. Uh, I want to say thank you for being a part of that. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the content. And if there's anything else you want to see, please hit me up on that. Colin Quinn is doing another project right now stick around it's not over yet this episode of ykwd is continuing now exclusively on patreon.com slash robert kelly see you there colin quinn you're the best thank you for being on i'll talk to you later i will see you at the cell i'll be there tomorrow night hopefully i'll see you i love you you. i'll see you guys later and make sure you check out colin quinn on twitter and check out all his stuff He's got a show coming out. You're going to want to see. You can leave, Colin. You can take Bye, guys. I'm going to be promoting you. Uh, Make sure you check out all his stuff on uh, that. He's coming out with his tour uh, and everything he does. Cop show. He's one of the greats. We were talking about that in the JLP party on Saturday. And he is one of the greats. Hands down. uh, And as a human being, uh, one of my best friends and, uh, I, I love them so much. So there you go. Uh, I hope this has been a great episode for you because it's been a great one for me. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope you had a great day. I hope you weren't so politically correct that you couldn't enjoy yourself. Uh, you know, it's just a day for uh, us to get together as families and friends, have some good food, and be grateful for the things you have in life. Look around you and uh, and put a smile on your face because it's really not that bad, right, Mush? Exactly. It's been great. This year has been awesome so far. Why did that bother me? I don't know. But I'm happy this year. <laughs> <laughs>
know why that, the way you said that just made me go fuck him. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, Sunday, yes. Saturday. Yes, that's it's coming out. Uh, this is definitely coming out on Monday, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday. Sunday. Anyways, there you go. Uh, great episode. Patreon, I want to thank you guys. I hope you're enjoying this extra footage we're doing for YKWD. Uh, anyway, and uh, of course, the Catherine Kelly on Friday and the JOP. We have a live from the shed that's going to be being edited right now with the great Rob Dukes from Exodus, and it is going to be available just to you, Patreon members. So, thank you for being a part of this every month. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Colin Quinn was awesome. Mush, thanks for doing this. Nicole, thanks for uh, being a part of it. And uh, we'll see you next week on you know what? Oh, do we have to do something else, right? Oh, no, we have to do that separately, so let's not break the magic. All right. Well, listen, do me a favor and uh, and and go to YouTube, too, if you're a member Patreon. Like, subscribe, and comment. Love you guys. See you guys next week on You Know What The Podcast. Later. You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.